Maureen O'Connell with you and you will have heard since last week the gorillas dare all over the place because Dare to Care is back and what we're trying to do is raise as much money as we can for the Irish Cancer Society so they can do the essential work in helping people with this arsehole of a disease. If you look around in Ireland, around the world, there is no six degrees of separation when you think about the disease cancer. Look at a colleague, look, someone has been affected. You have probably been affected by this disease and we are trying to raise as much money as we can to do something about it. And I'm joined right now from Termonfecken, County Louth by Eileen Rush. Hello, Eileen. Hi, Marion. Thanks for having me on. It's lovely to have you. And Eileen, you have cancer. Yes, uh, well, maybe. I have just I finished treatment a couple of weeks ago. I'll find out in another few weeks whether or not. So at the moment, I still do, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> What stage were you at when you were getting treatment, Eileen? Um, I had stage three or have stage three cervical cancer. Right. When did you find out about it? Um, just uh, the 18th of December, just gone. And I met my oncologist on Christmas Eve. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> How? Okay. How? It's only April and you've yeah. finished treatment already. Is that, is it really hard to take it all in, Eileen? Um, yeah, I mean, I went from being in work, um, Christmas shopping to planning um, cancer treatment. So in the blink of an eye to now sitting here on the phone to you, uh, it's quite surreal. <laughs> but like every cancer is slightly different. Mine was an intense six week or six and a half week treatment where I got it all quite like together, whereas other people get a weekly treatment. So it's very, it very much depends on the type and the stage of cancer you have as yeah. to what way your treatment is delivered. And when people will hear cervical cancer, they'll be wondering if you were caught up in, in, the, in the, wrong, the wrongly diagnosed and tested smear tests. Was that an issue for you? Um, well, not a direct one. So um, the cervical uh, check picked up my precancerous cells and for about 18 months I was being treated for those so I had most women would know the Lilette which is a laser treatment which didn't work and then they brought me in um, and they were going to cut off a bit of my cervix and it was then that they found the, the tumour um, now my consultant would think the, the tumour based on the growth rate rates of cervical cancer was there the entire time and why it was missed, I'm not entirely sure. Um, and it, it, I personally think like it was a human error. But I, it's something that definitely has to be looked at. But for the moment, I like to concentrate on getting rid of the cancer. And like hindsight is a great thing, but it won't really affect the outcome of my treatment. So it's not something I like to concentrate on right now, you know. Because you need to stay in a space where you're like, right, OK, this is how I'm going to get better. Yeah, like I'm very, I'm very positive. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, my sister will tell you this weekend was shocking. I just had a very emotional weekend for no particular reason. It happens, I think, for everyone when they have major life events. But for the most part, I think it's easier to be positive. It's easier to look at it like a battle that I have to win. To add on the negativity to it, I just think you're throwing an extra battle on yourself. Whereas I like to see it as something I can get rid of I mean I'm really blessed with like a brilliant support system with my family my community my colleagues all that I have so many people that like really just make it a lot easier to get up in the day and go right I'm, I'm going to kick this <laughs> you know So you kind of have that you're like right I need to have this attitude to get it going because the thing is as well Eileen mm-hmm. you're, you're a 33 year old mum with a 12 year old son Seamus Yes yeah um, I suppose that's probably why is I have to get rid of it. I have to be cancer-free. I have to live to see him old, you know. 
<laughs> of course you do. Like you absolutely do. Like you sound incredibly positive right now because you. Mm-hmm. I know that you finished your your radiotherapy sessions. You had five rounds of chemo. Like that must have just absolutely ruined you. Yes, I went from. I suppose I am quite. I wouldn't say like I'm fit as in I can run marathons. I like to be busy. I like to do things. I like to always meet up with people or, you know, working and just doing things. And I couldn't. I couldn't walk in the flight of stairs. I felt like I'd literally ran a marathon or been on the piss all weekend, you know. And, like, literally that's, like, ten steps. And I would spend an hour in the bed. And that's breathless. Now, it's four weeks on. I'm doing this program called Xwell, which helps people with chronic illnesses. And, for instance, mine is a cancer. And I'm going to the gym more than I ever have previously. Now, it's a very light program, but it's just to help counteract the fatigue, uh, which is the worst side effect for me anyway from the the radiotherapy. Because the tiredness is really something... Because, I mean, I'm quite stubborn. I like to keep doing things. And for the first while, I tried and I just couldn't. So I kind of like space myself out a little bit and um, try and do what I need to do and kind of take it easy when I can. You know? there, there's people listening right now, Eileen, going, that poor woman has gone through cervical cancer. Hopefully she's beaten it, but she also has to go to the gym. God bless her. Like, <laughs> has know. she not had to do enough? Yeah, it's actually, I, I don't love the gym myself, but there's this bunch of people from like all over the country and there's all sorts of different cancers and different illnesses and then the staff there are so good. It's, it's hard not to just go in and be like, uh, like get it done. And yeah. like, I did it this morning and I came home and I had a shower just in case, I don't know, you could smell me up in the city and I'm buzzing now, you know, whereas if I don't do it, I can then dwell on stuff. So it's better just to get up and go forward, you know, yeah. so that's what I like to do anyway. We can smell you on the radio I swear yeah. to God so for people who are listening we are trying to raise money dare to care for the Irish Cancer Society um, like people are beside their phones they're never without their phones and we need them to text dare to 50300 can you tell people why they should do it Eileen how important this sort of stuff is well, I suppose the Cancer Society is massive from a research point of view. So every day they're coming up with new treatments to save people's lives. And um, they also fund so many support systems like, you know, there's volunteer taxi drivers, volunteer drivers that bring people to their treatment. Um, I've, uh, I'm a member or I attend the local Gary Kelly Cancer Society in Drada. They have so many like complementary therapies to help people try and have as much of a normal life as they can. Um, when I attended St. Luke's, there's the Daffodil Day Centre there. They had uh, look good feel good days where ladies come in and like for patients and they like just make them feel good I suppose yeah. um, so it was it's like I, it's, an, it's a whole system really so it's from and as you said everybody knows somebody even in my own team and work I'm the third person that's currently out now oh with God. cancer which is really like, ridiculous but we will like I would hope from my point of view that cervical cancer will be eradicated through the use of the HPV vaccine and the smears um, but I just think the funding, we are such a generous co- country and sometimes I suppose you hear cancer, cancer, cancer and you kind of just kind of forget it. But it's just, it's not gone anywhere. Yeah. So every euro goes to helping somebody in your community with cancer, either beat it or die peacefully from it. So I just think it's just something we have to do. And shout out for the vaccines there as well. I know that people can keep uh, up to date with you on a blog called <laughs> Cervical Cancer is a Bitch. Yes. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> if anyone's giving out about me saying the B word on the radio, yeah, stop it. Eileen's well, just I didn't. Eileen's <laughs> just gone through chemo, so I'm allowed, right? Perfect. Totally allowed. <laughs> it has been. We are thinking of you. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you soon, Eileen. And thanks a million for chatting thanks with so us much. today.
Thank you so much. That's Eileen Rush there. Um, she's just finished her chemo treatment for cervical cancer and we hope to God that she's beaten it. But for you to help people like Eileen, look around you, there's people with cancer all over the place. I hate saying that, but it's the truth. So to donate four euro to Dare to Care, all you got to do is text DARE to 50300 or you can set up your own Be A Dancer for Cancer fundraising event. Head over to todayfm.com forward slash Dare to Care for all the details on how you can help. Please, please help.